Hey everybody, welcome to the Blackjack Apprenticeship Podcast from blackjackapprenticeship.com. And we are here with our good friend and star of <laughs> Holy Rollers, uh, the true story of Harkin Christians, Mr. Dusty Pink Chip Wisnu. What's up? And uh, so this is one of the questions uh, someone wanted us to talk about. I thought you'd be the perfect person to ask about this because you've got a lot of experience, but just talking about team play. So what some people call spotter BP, and a lot of people think team play is the only way to really beat card counting. Uh, first off, is that true? Is that your experience? No, definitely not. Um, I actually played much more on my own than I ever did with team play, but I did do quite a bit of it enough to uh kind of remove the allure yeah so so let's clarify a little bit when we mean team play we don't mean playing for a team or as part of a team we're talking about specifically when you are doing the spotter big player where technique where you've got someone that's signaling someone else into tables um, yeah so what what's the benefit of team play why even do it well the obvious benefit is that when casino security is looking at you and you're just you know walking around throwing huge amounts of money at tables that you obviously haven't been playing yeah it's great cover so the theory is you're going to last longer you're going to get better treatment you're not going to get backed off so um, instead of starting at the beginning of a shoe, back counting, betting, or... betting small, and then all of a sudden, bam, you're betting 10, 20, 50, 100 times as much. Yeah. Now uh, you've got someone that they just leisurely walk up to the table in the middle of a shoe and just throw down big bets. Yep. And and say, uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that, that was prerequisite? the... Yeah, that was the code word for... And for a brief tangent, what was your favorite uh, catchphrase? Oh, uh, monkey. Monkey? Yeah, was, What's monkey? Monkey! That's a face card. Okay. Yeah. And my, my favorite that, that I uh, used when, when I, the first time I was ever the big player was dealer bus time. So I'd oh, walk yeah. up and I'd, I'd be betting, you know, two spots of 500 or 1,000 or 1,500, whatever it was, and... And just say, dealer's got a six up, you know, and mm. it's their turn to flip over those cards. Dealer bus time. It's time. And then it's time for high fives and, and fist bumps to pit bosses and other oh, yeah. players. If the dealer dealers, busts. if they're allowed to. Um, so, okay, back to team play. <laughs> uh, so, so the benefits, you were saying the benefit is that you've got one person that's always banging the same. You know, another benefit is there's only one person's ID that they're getting that's true so the idea for us when we would have uh or we i mean we gave all the freedom to the players but mm -hmm. one of the reasons we said to consider team play especially somewhere like vegas is hey the spotter should be basically invisible mm -hmm. um and so we would have someone that was no longer um welcome to be playing at some of the better casinos okay well they're now a spotter yeah. So they're either not playing, just back counting and, and signaling in the BP, or they're betting, you know, table minimum or whatever. Yeah, and all of a sudden that casino that was kind of off the table is now, they can go and generate EV there. Yeah, and they can they can get those hot 
shoes for for the the young buck that has just tested out for spotter BP. Yeah. So what are some of the pros and cons? Obviously, talk to pros, pros are cover, um, and the con I'd say the the biggest um, con is that it takes way more practice than it than it uh-huh. seems like. You know, you you think oh the hard part about learning is learning how to count cards and yeah. all that stuff, but team play in this way adds a whole new element that is not something you can memorize off of a chart it's something you have to practice and so what are what are some of those things um having subtle signals um in a casino you know you're probably not just going to be yelling like hey i've got a great count over here uh-huh. you know so you have some sort of visual cue for your partner but the cameras can see all that yeah. And so if you pull a, you know, like the movie 21 and cross your arms behind your back, yeah. they're going to figure you out pretty quick. Yeah. You know, or but... light, light the cigarette. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you got to have subtle cues, but they have to be able to be seen from across the, the, uh, casino. Yep, absolutely. And then once you've signaled in your bp you now you have to pass the count and you can do that with a visual cue but that can be seen by a camera so the better way to do it is by saying yeah. something verbally yeah. so we what we agreed upon was that that uh signals to signal in the bp needed to be natural so something that people are just naturally doing the the crossed arms behind the back i don't think i've ever seen someone do that in a casino like like in 21 it needs to be something and there's there's probably hundreds of things people i'm not going to tell you guys what we use but you know just think of something natural that uh only you guys know what it what it means and then what we agreed upon and we we tried different kinds of signals um as far as actually passing what the running count was, but we agreed upon a, a verbal, you know, and and we all we liked uh, Ian Anderson's kiss, keep it simple, stupid, you know, mm-hmm. uh, rather than get some elaborate. I know there's some great ones. I love what the Greeks used, but um, there's some elaborate ones that are pretty cool. But you know, we just thought let's uh, let's try to keep things simple and um, say that okay, well maybe. It's not as clandestine as, you know, it's the seventh letter of the fifth word oh, in geez. Greek. Um, but but we want to minimize the risk. Like like you're saying, there are cons mm-hmm. to it. There's risks involved. Yeah. I remember passing a count <sighs> one time as a spotter and the BP thought I said it's negative 10 or something. He thought I said 10. Threw out two maximum bet hands. Oh. Dealer, of course, drew some six card 21 and... Uh, of course I, I corrected him and he was furious and, and, you know, that was sort of like a, a valuable and expensive lesson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think our rule was never pass a negative count. Yeah. I think I created that rule after, after that, after that, uh, huge failure. So what are some other pros and cons to team play? Um, the biggest one I can think of is if you're not on a huge multi-state, team that's full of christians you have to find a partner and trust them uh-huh. with your bankroll or they have to trust you well and you have to put this money into their hands 
Well, I'll say even if you are on a large multi-state team with Christians, you have to (laughs) trust them with, which, which wasn't the, you know, to be honest, I remember the first team we were on, uh, that, that I was a part of before Ben and I started the larger team. Um, and, uh, one of the main members, he wasn't a Christian and I, man, I, to this day, I'd hand him my money. I, I yeah. trust that. Like he is full of integrity. Um, but that is absolutely an essential part. Yeah. And it's not the trusting that's necessarily the hard part, I guess. It's the finding somebody. Yeah. Um, the, and the only times that I've like merged bankrolls with someone apart from being on the team was you know, like with my mom yeah. and you know, we're just having fun. We're going to split the wins after tonight, you yeah. know, and she's not, uh, a, an advantage player, Yeah, you know, but I couldn't, I don't know. How does a, a kind of loner lone wolf find, uh, a partner that they can trust to hand their, blood, sweat, and tears too. Yeah. Well, as far as finding someone to partner with, you know, I, I know people that have run different teams had different policies. Some teams, they use lie detector tests. Wow. We, we talked about that with our first team mm-hmm. and we, we didn't really want to go that route. In our opinion, if you're having to trust a lie detector test to trust somebody, um, it just feels like already there's a distrust. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean not using a lie detector test makes someone trustworthy, but we just didn't want to go that route. But sure. I and know, yeah. I mean, you're you're dealing with people who take pride in beating a game, and you you can learn how to beat a yeah. lie detector. Uh, that's like... funny. Uh, that's pretty funny. I know another team. Uh, the guy that runs it, he plays an incredible amount of golf with anybody that's interested in playing, because he said that you will know someone's integrity when you've played enough golf with them. There's so many opportunities it's, and it's, you know, super competitive. So many opportunities to, to, to cheat. yeah. Interesting. Or to, to do subtle things that will improve your score, huh. you know, where you drop a ball or whatever, things like that. I thought that was interesting. We're not golfers, but yeah. Um, but I feel like regardless, it comes down and people say, well, what kind of person should I start a team with? And I say someone that you trust. Yep. Um, you can't teach anybody how to count cards, but I feel like taking someone that you can teach how to count cards, but you're not sure if you can trust them is so much more dangerous yeah. than taking someone that you trust, um, that you've got their back, you know, they've got your back um, and try and to teach them how to count cards. For that matter, I think you need to be trustworthy. You know, yeah. you need to really evaluate, well, am I going to be honest about everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you just don't know where your own integrity is at, and we've all thought through this, you know, um, and maybe we've even, you know, some of us like found times where we weren't being completely forthright or honest. But if, if that's going to be an issue, just play with, you're not going to steal from yourself. Yeah. You know, and if, if you are over tipping the dealer, it's only going to hurt yourself, not hurt your team. But yeah. Um, so let's talk just a little bit about some of your favorite team play experiences or, or worst. Yeah. Hmm. Alrighty. Well, the first time I ever got backed off, 
I'm uh, not backed off, back roomed. Okay. Was with my spotter. Uh-huh. G-Man again. And uh, Ahab? Yeah, Ahab. And it was crazy because I'm like sitting at this table and I've been tested out for a few months, you know, probably like six months. And right as I was getting out of the team, I saw in one of my wife's magazines like this article about this chick who was a card counter and it showed like her three pictures blonde brunette redhead uh-huh. she talked in this article about getting back roomed mm-hmm. so i'm sitting at this table like man i've been a tested out bona fide card counter for <laughs> six months and i have never been back roomed what does that say about me uh-oh you know you're not doing something right yeah um like are they not threatened by me come on come on casino and so, lo and behold, I stand up to go to the bathroom, and uh, head of security walks over to me and is like, hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, sure, what's up? And I just stopped. And he was like, let's go to my office. And I was like, really? Is that necessary? <laughs> but, but inside, you're inside like, yes. Inside, I'm like, say it. Finally. Is. Bring it. I can take it. And uh, Did you and have your like, red, your blonde, or your brunette wig on? <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, I was going all natural, so brunette that night. But um, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, we need to go to my office. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. So I walk in and sit down, and there are like five security guards in there, mostly young people, and I can tell they're just so excited. They're yeah. like as excited as me. Yeah. This is totally making their night. This is amazing. They ask for autographs? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, on the band slip. <laughs> but um you know a few minutes pass and the door opens and i hear my partner like no i am not going into a freaking back room and they push him in yeah and shut the door and he's like so miffed to be in there i don't know why because i was digging it but um it was so crazy it was just like you know head of security is this older guy you know like 50s and he's super miffed at us yeah you like you know what you do is immoral right? <laughs> and i'm like and he said what you do is immoral right exactly like wait a minute because i'm taking money you've taken from suckers basically yeah like come on so um we were in there for like 45 minutes and um you know, then they let us go and tell us never to come back. And, um, and I was like, man, you should call the the sheriff. Cause he was so upset. Ahab was for getting pushed and uh-huh. detained there. Like they wouldn't let him leave. He did not want to be there. Unlike me. And he was like really agitated. about yeah. it. I was like, we should call, maybe we can retire. And he was like, dude, if I win the lawsuit, I'm going to split it with you. Cause that's how we do it on trips. <laughs> we split ours. And I was like, wow, that's really generous. That's like some big hypothetical generosity points, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, but of course, we call the the sheriff and it's like, you know, what? You were counting cards? They're an Indian tribe. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. And we're like, whatever, fine. We'll just go back to work. But... um that was wild. And I was really glad to have a teammate there, Yeah, you know, cause it was like, I wasn't scared. I was like, I'm like cracking jokes and stuff. Yeah. Whereas the first time, man, the first back be, off, the first back room oh, okay. has got to be 
pretty intense. Yeah. I feel pretty lucky that I had a wingman. I'm trying to think of if I've ever been backroomed solo. I don't, I don't Mm. think I have, but, uh, it wasn't very long ago. Um, it was within the last year for sure. Um, I went to a casino, played a bit, uh, won, won a little bit, got, got a room and food comped, uh, got checked in, came back to play some more. And very quickly they said, Oh, could you come with us? And, and, uh, they, they said, I said, Oh, sure. Well, can I just leave my chips on the table? And they said, sure. And, and then they started to walk a little further. I said, you know what? I'm just going to grab, grab my chips, which was probably the smartest move I could have made. Oh Um, man. So then they say, okay, come with us. And I'm thinking they're going to have me step away from the table. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to say what they always, you know, your game's too good for us. We're going to have to ask you to leave. But then they kept walking. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to walk me over to the cashier's cage. Not Mm -hmm. a big deal. Walk across the entire, because I was in the high limits room, which was on the far end of the casino. Walk through the entire casino and get to the other end. And out of this white door. That totally blends in. It's the same color as the wall. Exactly. Exactly that door. Yeah. The guy comes busting out and says, "You, you're coming with me." Oh my so by gosh. this time, you know, I I know much more than I did ten years ago when I was doing this. I mm-hmm. say, "Oh, that's okay. I'll I'll just stay right here. I want to stay in the casino. I want everyone to be able to see me. Patrons around, cameras, all that stuff." Yeah. And uh, he says, "No, you need to come back here with me now." And I say, "Nope, that's all right." And he said. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that you're not Colin Jones? I was like, no, I'm Colin Jones. Are you trying to tell me that you're not counting cards? No, I'm counting cards. Yep. Are you trying to tell me this isn't your website? And he printed out the homepage of our website. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's our website. And, uh, and he says, well, I want you to give us our money back. I was like, are you kidding me? So I oh, said, my gosh. I said, sir card counting isn't illegal he says don't call me sir i am whatever whatever the hell his name was and uh and i was like don't use that term of respect with me you little. <laughs> and uh i think these are already explicit because of our previous podcast so. oh they are yeah. oh good because i was i was totally gonna say um so he think of some things to call that guy <laughs> so he says uh, I want you to give me my money back. I was like, well, no, that's all right. Yeah, you know, see, I, it's not your I wasn't money doing anymore. anything. Sorry, buddy. I wasn't doing anything unlawful. And he tried to intimidate me for a little while longer. And he realized, uh, like, all of his leverage, his first was, oh, well, we get him in the back room. Mm-hmm. His next is to, like, catch me in a lie. Mm-mm. But I was, I totally told him the truth. Yep. And then for him to just flat out say, well, you need to give me the money. I said, no, that's okay. And he, pass. Yeah, so I think we talked a little bit longer. Um, nothing, nothing very relevant. Uh, and he, I believe, he did have steam coming out of his ears. Yep, yep. And uh, and he said, "Okay, cash him out, escort him to his car. I don't want to ever see him again." Or they also said, I, "You need to sign this thing." I said, "That's okay. I'm not going to sign anything. Yeah. I didn't do anything illegal. You know, I clearly wasn't being threatening." Yeah. Um, but uh, they they cashed me out, and no biggie. Um, it wasn't even that you know it wasn't a large cash out or anything. Yeah. And they they're scoring me to the car, and that's where I got no cell reception in the parking oh. garage. And it's these two huge dudes. Yep. And uh, they keep and I said, hey guys, 
you don't need to walk me into my car. I'm not going to try to run back into the casino and play one more hand of blackjack. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I'm leaving and then they say, nope, we've got our orders. And yeah. so yeah. they keep walking me and now I'm like, shit, I'm on, uh, you know, private sovereign property, land. sovereign property. Um, I've got no cell reception and these guys are bringing me to an area with, with no cameras, cameras or anything. Yeah. Um, this is one of maybe three times in my 10 years that I was actually concerned. And so I made a joke as we got, I said, you guys aren't going to rough me up or anything, are you? But, mm-hmm. and then they said, no, no, you know, like, uh, or I said, you know, I wasn't doing anything illegal. I said, yeah, we just have our orders. We have to walk you to the car. And, and I started to feel a little bit better about yeah. it. They take me to the car. I, I get in and, uh, and I will not be going back to their casino. So it worked. Well, yeah, I guess, except yeah. uh, I want to tell every person I meet to go play that. that I don't think I'm going to mention mention the name because I can't remember it. Oh. <laughs> but but if I think of it, maybe I'll post it in the forum and say, nice. hey, Just brand this, this place. these guys are a-holes. Uh, feel free to hit them with all you've got. You're not doing anything illegal. Yeah. and Tell them Colin sent you. Yeah. That story reminds me of a few things that I think are really important that you don't learn from the charts or even necessarily reading books. But, um, number one is always be honest Yeah. about what you're doing. I had a very similar situation where I won 10 grand in 30 minutes and the pit boss whose name tag said Raven um, and this That's, was at a mini casino. That is so Raven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I couldn't help. You had to. Um, he's like, what did you come in here with? And I'm like, you know, you know, I bought in for like a thousand or whatever. And he's like, how much do you, ha- how much a do dude, I owe you? A dude named Raven. Yeah. A dude oh. named Raven. Um, how much do I owe you now? And I was like, you owe me $11,000. And he was like. You know, you're on this, you're in the Gaming Commission's website, you're a known card the counter. Gaming Commission? Yeah. They, yeah gaming he, Commission keeps track of card counters? Uh, I don't think so, because... Yeah, I've never um, heard that. But he said, you know, you're on this database, Okay. you know, you could get in serious trouble for this. I won't I won't call, mm-hmm. you know, if you just, you know, like, Ooh. leave your winnings here. Oh, there and you go. I was super, super, super tempted to leave my winnings there. Oh, and no. piss my pants. Yeah. And then sue. <laughs> and for like he emotionally damaged me and but so do it in I that didn't. you piss your pants then then leave your money right no don't leave and then piss your pants you gotta piss your pants on camera yeah leave your money cry if you can um but eventually i was just like he's like i'm gonna call the gaming commission and i was like no i'm gonna call the gaming commission there you go and i went on my iphone and looked up the number and called and by the time I'm leaving a message, he's got a rack for all my chips and he's like, let's just go. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I started doing that this reminds me of, cause you know, no cameras in the parking garage or yeah. the back room. How do you know? Um, is I started turning on my voice memos. Oh yeah. On my, Oh, iPhone that's a good idea. And recording it. I have some good ones. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it turns it into a challenge to like make it funny. 
<laughs> so that you have something to show your friend and it like you feel like you've oh got somebody gosh. there with you dude if we would have had i know oh man that should have been team policy i know turn on your voice now and, and you have to you have to work meow into the conversation <laughs> as many times as you times. can meow um oh man that's a great idea yeah so when i finally got a call back from the gaming agent she said that um you know, she had received a phone call. Literally, the next message after mine was uh-huh. theirs. And so there is this investigation open. Yeah, and wonderful. They said, you know, you were an advantage player. What, what did they say to you? And I was like, well, he said I was a known advantage player and that you guys have a website. And she's like, no, 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 huh. no. We don't have this website. That's nonsense. But what do you think he meant by advantage player? And I was like, I think he meant that I was counting cards. And she was like, were you? Huh. I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, and you don't deny that? And I was like, of course not. And she's like, oh, huh. Well, yeah, as you know, it's not illegal or anything. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. But it was really, it seemed very important to her that I wasn't hiding that. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because, you know, if you're going to hide that you're counting cards, maybe you'll lie about capping or pinching or cheating oh, yeah. in some other way. But, um, yeah, when asked, that's why I always say, you know, like, do you know why you're here? Maybe. Yeah. I might. You know, but never, <laughs> why, why no, did... I'm not counting cards. Never. Why don't you tell us, tell me what you guys know and we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, yeah. how about we ask true or false questions? And I think that's a really important point is, you know, obviously people that are on our website know that card counting isn't illegal, mm-hmm. but, but there's nothing to even be afraid of about right. it. And here's, so I'm going to tell you my new way of thinking about it. Yeah. Because, yeah, especially with the documentary, there's been all, all this press mm-hmm. and there's this, this question of like, well, there, there's an inherent, uh, assumption that you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. Or a right. lot of people say, well, you know, almost like, well, the poor casinos, how could you do that to them? Or don't you think that's selfish or immoral or, you know, even as, as <laughs> ridiculous as well, but other people aren't doing that, so that's not fair. But here's here's how I think about it now. Oh my God. That, you know, uh, people say, like casinos say that you can carry a basic strategy card. Yep. You know, that's fine. But in my mind, card counting is basic strategy for playing blackjack. Of it's, course it is. Card counting is the way the game should be played. Why would you play it any other way? You just want to lose money? Exactly. Like, if you're going to play any other sport or game... You want yeah. to play it. You play to win. You play it the best possible way. Yeah. People treat treat blackjack like the way you're supposed to play it is poorly. Yeah. And then a few a few of these rebels jackasses. They they want to come in and do this thing that they're not supposed to do, but that's Math. backward. That's backward. They're thinking about it backwards. Yeah, absolutely. The, the way the game should be played is where you change your bets according to the count and where you play perfect strategy. And yeah. where you deviate according to the count. All of it, that's the way the game should be played. Anybody playing it differently, they're deviating from how the game should be played exactly. to their own disadvantage. And hey, if they want to play it poorly, I'm not going to call them immoral or unethical. <laughs> but I sure as hell am not going to consider myself immoral or unethical because I'm playing the game properly. Exactly. Bam. Well said. <laughs> Booyah. Yeah, that actually, in a recent interview, um, I was... Uh, kind of asked about the whole dishonesty thing like how can you be a christian and you know like 
using a disguise and going by a fake name. I always went by my middle name, so yeah. that um, that was still kind of honest, but it was intended to deceive. Yeah. And that one kind of stumped me until I started thinking about it, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Tim Tebow doesn't feel bad every time he calls a play-action fake. Yeah. You know, part of every game is deceiving the defense. Yeah. And I'm playing a game. I'm professional. I'm good at it. And... I and it's not it's defense. not unethical in poker exactly it's, it's bluffing you know like you're intentionally trying it's part it's part of the game it's part of the part of the job and i think that it, it goes into this assumption that that what's what's correct in a casino is to be a sucker yep um and it's it's even okay that casinos are dishonest and deceptive yep with with the games and and with because everybody understands you know they have to make money yeah and it, it's an assumption that casinos can you know talk about winning or say how much you know you're gonna win or mm-hmm. even you know treat you like a celebrity when when you're losing or whatever yeah when they don't think you have the advantage but then somehow you're doing something dishonest you know it's all a game you know that's yep that's what we've always loved about it, the cat and mouse game yep um and it's not I think it's ridiculous to say that that they that the cat gets to, you know, cut it, off the mouse's legs. <laughs> you're like, "Come on, you're a cat. Be a cat. You can eat me. Do it." Just quit crying about how fast <laughs> the mice are. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyway, so so let me get this straight. A few minutes ago you were talking about uh always being honest and then <laughs> we start talking about uh disguises and using middle names or or whatever how do you right yeah and the difference is while you're at the table trying not to get caught for counting cards for playing properly uh, right for playing the game the way it was meant to be played um then everything's fair game and deceiving the defense is part of that but you know Tim Tebow, at the end of the game, you know, they walk off the field Absolutely. and talk about their strategy with the reporters. Give and... each other a hug. Exactly. And it's like, shake the other team's hand, yeah. you know, game give over. a high five. Hey, you know, you lost 20 grand tonight. Sorry about that, man. It's tough. You know, you have nights <laughs> like that. But you, you played a great game and you finally caught me. I am a card counter. Good job. Yeah. So So you're saying when you're getting backed off, there's really no benefit in in all sorts of deceivery and, and yeah, I misinformation. Mean, I don't just spill the beans, but when you're in the back room and they're like, you know, Are you what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they might think you're cheating. Yeah. They're probably not as good at their job as you are at yours. So it's always best to be non-aggressive and honest. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And, you know, when I first started, I... I think I even wrote a, a blog post about this, but I, I used to try to be uh, confrontational, and it didn't. It not a single time did it help. Did no. it reverse a back off? Or, um, however, when I decided, you know what, uh, being an asshole isn't getting me anywhere. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be who I am. You yeah, know, the game's yeah. game's over, and and uh, it actually has um, gotten them to decide not to flyer me. Wow. It's gotten them to decide not to have me sign or ask, you know, trespass me. They'll say, oh, you yeah. know what, we're we're just gonna ask you not to play play here, you know. But they didn't go as far as a trespass. And the reason I know they decided not to is because they trespassed the person with me. 
but not me wow. because they were arguing and fighting. And I just said, Hey guys, you know, um, whatever. I, Interesting. I just, and, and we were talking when we weren't on, on the air, uh, yeah. just about being human and treating them like humans. Yeah. When you were talking about, you know, being in the, in the back room or being walked to, you know, the darkest corner of the huh. parking garage by these two big scruffy fellas. Um, it just reminded me of, you know, I've been there and every time, you know, I feel that, oh, it's awkward. Yeah. There are these two guys. I'm being made to feel like a criminal. Yeah. Um, and I just try to do things to humanize them, you know, yeah. and just engage them in conversation. Like, how's your night going? Yeah. You know, and it's never like, oh, well, it was great until you showed up, you <laughs> punk. You know, these are security guards. Yeah. They're not shift managers. They're just glad you're not drunk yeah you know and walking you to your car absolutely i've had people um you know outside of the casino when they're walking me to the car ask for our website (laughs) because you know because i said yeah we count cards we even teach other people how to count cards you know um and you ever had an ask for money uh no uh security guard no i have yeah oh wow yeah um and I've I've uh, had actually really good conversations from people as high up as casino managers mm-hmm. to dealers to pit bosses to you know whatever like post back off yeah because they're human beings yeah and and I you know it's not a part of a strategy but you know it's just kind of how how we've always rolled is like hey yeah. we put everything out there we're we're honest about who we are and we don't you know we'll we'll let that affect things how it how it does but you know post back off it's like yeah this is who i am you know like yeah here's pictures of my kids and and uh you know i'm, I'm bummed i'm not gonna be able to play here anymore but you know it was, thanks and hope you guys have a great evening yeah good luck not getting hit by any other card counters all right well thanks guys for listening dusty thanks for being here with us Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely, and maybe we'll do this again sometime. For you guys listening, this has been a podcast from Blackjack Apprenticeship. Check us out if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, want to learn how to count cards, want to network with card counters, check out the site, shoot us an email, and if you have podcast ideas, send those our way as well. So we'll see you guys in the forum or at blackjackapprenticeship.com. 